Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Before we get to that, we get to David Deal. David, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? This is Mike Francesa. It's not Frank. I'm sorry, Mike. Okay. Okay. Mike. How are you? Good, David. How are you? Give me your thoughts on Eli. Go ahead. Yeah, obviously it's a, uh, a, a busy day to be a uh, giant fan, let alone to be a uh, player who bled blue all those years for the New York Giants. And, you know, I, I, I happen to agree with you. I mean, to, to make this move now, you know, you and I spoke before the season, Mike, that if you weren't going to let Eli Manning play throughout the, the year, then you shouldn't have had him on the roster. Not for $23 million. It made no sense. I screamed about it for months. He shouldn't have been here. And for them to pull it now, they pulled it, David, and you know this, and you you know this better than anybody. They did this because they want to change it now to a developmental season. That's the idea. And no question about it. I mean, when you sit here and you look at these last few games, you know, it's easy to pinpoint and blame Eli because that's the easy thing to do considering the fact that, he doesn't have Golden Tate, who was suspended for the four games. Sterling Shepard was out this game. Latimer dealing with an injury. And you have to give the Bills credit for taking Evan Ingram out of the game. But when you look at this and you look at the overall landscape and you look at the fact that you drafted Saquon Barkley number two overall last year and he's only gotten 29 touches total over the first two games, that's an issue when you're dealing with an offense in the team that has been savaged by the defensive side of the ball by not being able to line up properly. And when you look at running backs who were drafted in the top five, Ezekiel, Adrian Peterson, their second year throughout their first four games, they had 40-plus carries, let alone catches out of the backfield. So I think that this was a way that, you know, I was there on Sunday, which was my birthday up against the Bills. You know, it was not a, a day that the Giants gave me a present whatsoever, but in the fourth quarter, to see that many fans leave the stadium, I think this is a way for them to, to salvage the season and for something to look forward to. But, David, here's the thing, and you know this. People are missing the point. If they think the kid's going to walk in and make the team better, come on, he's a first-year quarterback. First-year quarterbacks, the best thing they do is become second-year quarterbacks. No question. I mean, when you look at the overall landscape of the NFL since 2008, there were 32 first-round quarterbacks drafted. 15 started by week one, 24 started by week five, and the only players who redshirted were Mahomes and Jake Locker when he was behind Matt Hasselbeck in Tennessee. So when you really think about it and you look back to last season, there were three head coaches that got fired because they were starting rookie quarterbacks. And I think Daniel Jones does and has the potential to be the future for the New York Giants. But having said that, when you look at the preseason – there were no blitzes. There were no disguised or rolled coverages. He's going to see more this week up against Todd Bowles' defense in Tampa Bay than he's seen throughout the entire past year. What do you think 
what is the veteran player? Now, you guys, I always learn this uh, being around teams. Players are very resilient. You understand that that's the business you're in, and you just roll with the punches. But what if you're a veteran on this line, or let's or, or a veteran anywhere in the lineup? What does this move signify to you? I mean, it signifies to me that they're playing basically for next season. I mean, if you make this move and you're going from a veteran quarterback who you said that you were going to give the opportunity to start, and now when you're starting 0-2 and, and when you look at the defensive side of the ball, the way that – just play cover two. Let a team beat you by running the football instead of being gassed by explosive plays in the passing game. So when you think about that and you think about now moving to Daniel Jones, you're thinking that you're transitioning into the 2020 season. If they don't this week play – a very, very conservative defense against Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians will cut them to ribbons. He wants to go down the field all the time. So make him run the football because nobody is more aggressive than Arians is. No, especially now when he's out there to prove that Jameis Winston is still a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL. And if you look at these last two games, they were almost mirror of each other, the way that receivers were able to work the seams, work their comeback routes, and you see two defenders looking at each other thinking that they should have been both on the guy, and he's running wide open. So you know he's going to be aggressive with his game plan, and the same thing goes for Todd Bowles on the defensive side of the ball. He's going to give him looks and schemes and disguises that he's never seen before, and look at the way that the Oakland Raiders were able to do the same thing in the preseason to Kyler Murray. You think about their defensive coordinator, Paul Gunther, he was throwing things out at him that both him and Coach Kingsbury have hadn't seen in the college game. So you know that they're licking their chops right now. Giant former offensive lineman, Super Bowl champion David Deal, joining us now. Uh, Eli, obviously, to the bench. Daniel Jones era begins this week in Tampa. Which number bothers you more, 5 for 24 on third down or 7 uh, nine touchdown drives in two weeks over 70 yards allowed by the defense. I think the, the nine touchdown drives for, for the defensive side of the ball, because if you look at even over the last two seasons, when Eli has been able to bring this team back in the fourth quarter of games, there's always been that letdown on the defensive side of the ball of not finishing the game and giving up that big play and that touchdown to seal it for this giant team. So I think that's the more concerning thing as you see moving forward, especially when you look at the youth on that defensive side of the ball. Put yourself in the offensive uh, huddle this week. Your quarterback walks in. You've had a veteran quarterback all you've known all your life, and he's out of the lineup, and now a rookie comes in. What do you want to hear from that rookie that is the right tone for him with this team, you don't want to be too strong. You don't want to be too weak. What What do you want to hear from him in the huddle right away in week one? You want to hear confidence in the fact that he can lead the other 10 guys in the offense, regardless of what is happening on the other side of the ball. And one of the big things that we've seen out of young quarterbacks is processing information, getting everybody lined up and getting it done before that play clock goes down. Because even yesterday we saw with Baker Mayfield in his second year, them have those penalties with the play clock and the pre-snap pick. Yeah. Those are things that you can't have to be a successful football team because now you're playing behind the chains and you're getting yourself in third and ten pluses. How much can the veteran offensive lineman help him this week as far as protections and blitzes and stuff like that, David? 
I think that's going to be the most uh, important thing for this veteran offensive line is to be able to make the cut Mike calls, be able to be able to adjust the protections and alert things so he can really focus on the coverages and getting the ball to the right receiver. Because, you know, Todd Bowles is a – he loves the blitz. Uh, he, oh, yeah. he blitzes more than anybody, and now you've got a first-time quarterback. You know he's going to show him a lot of blitzes. You know he's going he's gonna to mess with him on the pre-snap reads. He's going to show him a lot of crazy stuff. That's going to be a lot for him to digest this week. It most certainly is. I mean, like we talked about with Baker Mayfield last night. Look at the way that Greg Williams was down. Hey, he he outfoxed he, he out Baker Mayfield the entire game. Otherwise, it would have been 50-3. to three. No question. I mean, the way that they were able to disguise things within the last five seconds, show zone and then play man, roll coverages, and do different things on the back end, those are things that young quarterbacks, even with experience like Baker Mayfield had all last season, is very difficult to process, especially when you're doing it on the road with this type of magnitude of attention on you. Give Greg Williams great credit last night, except for the big, except for the eighty nine yard touchdown by by obviously you know who. Except for that, his defense with no Mosley and no Williams did a great job because they had him confused the entire night. He he he, he didn't know what he was looking at. They jumped in and out of stuff all the time. They they confused him. He he was ponderous back there and he was inaccurate back there. I thought their game plan defensively was really superb last night. As do I. I think that they played very well, and they gave the Jets an opportunity to win the football game. It's just when you go back to the offensive side of the ball and you're sitting there at third and two towards the goal line, and you don't give Le'Veon Bell the ball not once but not even twice, when you know right after that on fourth down you're going for it anyways and you go Makes to an no inexperienced sense. third, uh, third uh, uh, string quarterback who was basically on the street, that's not, just, that's not smart game planning. No, just ridiculous. I mean, that whole drive was 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 crazy. They weren't going to win anyway. But as I said, you know, I was not impressed by him last night. And uh, how about how about uh, Miles Garrett? I mean, I mean, listen, if you're a left tackler, you have to do something, David. What you get to put yourself in Beecham's shoes? There, there has to come a time. I don't care if you take your helmet off and hit him over the head. You got to do something at some point. Miles Barrett, he embarrassed that guy on national TV. I mean, out of the building. And the one thing that you always say is that to tackle position, you have to have controlled aggression. And if you don't throw your hands and punch and either attempt to redirect or restart a defensive end's rush, and you let him get into your body the way that it happened last night, you're going to have the game like Kelvin Beecham did last night. Yeah, that was a scare. And even when he gave him help, it didn't matter. He, was, he still got to the quarterback. Because he was, instead of putting the pressure on Garrett and at least fighting him, he was absorbing it all. Unbelievable. All right, so uh, are you surprised by this or no? I am. I, I am surprised by this because Eli Manning's not the reason why the Giants have started 0-2 this season. But having said that, you knew that they were going to transition at some point, and, and everybody wants the future. Everybody wants that knee, uh, knee-jerk reaction, and they got it. Um, what What's... What would you say? Have you? I don't want to put words in your mouth. What? How? What would you say about this Giants team's chances of this season? Is this? How would you describe where this team is right now? I think that obviously on the defensive side of the ball, they've got to simplify things, alignment and assignment. Because if you can't do those things right, you're going to have the same issues that came up over and over again over the last two games, which is like blood in the water for offensive coordinators. And then obviously on the offensive side of the ball. 
You know that they're going to do a lot of different things with Daniel Jones, try to let him use his legs, change the launch point with bootlegs and nakeds. But at the same time, it, it comes down to utilizing your best assets, and that's Saquon Barkley. Like I said, the fact that he's only had 29 touches for, through the first two games, that's an injustice to him and to the Giants football team because he's the reason why you are going to win football games. Thanks, David, very much. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. My pleasure, Mike. Have a Thank great you. one. David Deal, the Giants, back after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 